Good evening, folks. You know, five years ago, if you had told me that at this point in my life, in a week's time, I'd be heading over to Bible College, I'd have slapped you. <laughs> if you told me that, 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 that tonight I'd be standing here, I'd have buried you. <laughs> but praise God, he brought me through those years. And, well, look where he's brought me tonight. So if you turn with, your, in, with me in your Bibles tonight to Psalm 105. Psalm 105 and verse 17. I'd like to speak with you tonight on God's, God's plan. And how God's plan is best and how it's perfect. Psalm 105 verse 17. And it says, He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant. Now, we all know the, well, I think we all know the life of Joseph. He was uh, betrayed by his brothers and sold as a slave when he was quite young. Got to Egypt, was sold as a slave to a man named, by the name of Potiphar. That man's wife um, made up a story about Joseph and he was cast into prison for a crime he didn't commit. Afterwards, after a number of years, Pharaoh took him out to interpret a dream he had had and Pharaoh made him prime minister. Now, we can look at Joseph's life from start to finish and we can read the whole thing and we can see quite clearly that God has a very specific plan in Joseph's life. But Joseph didn't know that. <coughs> Joseph didn't know that when he was being sold as a slave. But still, God did have a plan. Jeremiah 29.11. In fact, if you, just, if you leave your thumb in Psalm 105, just turn with me to Jeremiah 29.11 for a second. Jeremiah 29.11. And it says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. The word thoughts in this verse could also be understood or translated as, as plans. So you could read it as, For I know the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord. Plans of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. In this verse it says, God has a plan for us. And that this isn't a plan to work evil and havoc on our lives. That this is a plan for our benefit. This is a plan for our good. This isn't just, this isn't just some plan these comes up. This is for our good. You know, God is the only person who knows us well enough to be able to come up with a plan for our lives that would take both our pros and our cons and fit them perfectly into the mesh together. There is nobody else, not, not even we, could make up a plan for ourselves that would be so perfect. God's plan is the best thing we can do with our lives. It is the best thing we can do. But the thing is, God's plan... It's not always our plan. <laughs> That's the thing. Joseph, when Joseph was being sold as a slave, I don't think that was on his agenda for that day. Um, but, but when we look at the book of Genesis and we look at all the things that happen step by step, we realize that all the bad things, jo Joseph being sold as a slave, his, um, his going to jail, they were all very, 
very important steps in God's plan for his life. Joseph wouldn't have made it to prime minister if he hadn't have been sold as a slave in the desert that day. He wouldn't have been made prime minister if he hadn't have gone to jail. And if he hadn't have been made prime minister, he wouldn't have been able to save the world from that famine. God had a plan for Joseph. And even though we sometimes experience um, trials and temptations and troubles in our life, to put it mildly, um, God has a plan. But God's plan is not only the best thing we can do with our lives. God's plan is perfect. 2 Samuel 22.31 says, As for God, his way is perfect. God's plan and God's way are the only things in this life that we're going to be able to live perfectly if we choose to. They are perfect. The Bible says it. I believe it. It is perfect. It is because God's plan isn't only designed to affect us. God's plan for our lives is also designed to affect all those around us. It's a um, Joseph was sent to was sent to um, was sent to Egypt as a slave, but later on. In Genesis 45, verses 5, when he's talking to his brothers, he says, in the latter parts of the verse, For God did send me before you to preserve life. Joseph realized that God had a plan and that God had sent them there for a reason. And the reason was to keep people alive when this famine struck, was to keep his family alive when the famine struck. That was God's plan for his life. And he realized that. That's why he told his brothers, look, you sold me. But look, don't worry. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be angry with yourselves. God had a plan. And I'm not angry with you because God acted out that plan in my life. But you know, God sent Joseph before because God had a plan in Joseph's life. But Joseph's life isn't isn't the only person's life God had a plan in. God God has a plan in all our lives. And Joseph wasn't the only man God sent before either. God has sent many people before to prepare a way. There was an American soldier stationed in Iran in World War II. And he saw a need in that country. So after the war he went back to America and he raised support. And he went back to Iran and he opened up an orphanage. Now, he had, no, you know, he had no trouble getting orphans into that orphanage. But after a number of years, and he was back on one of his furloughs, he was sharing with the churches what was going on in the orphanages. And uh, a, lot, a number of the churches asked him, you know, so you've been out there X amount of years. How many kids have gotten saved? And he said, I'm, so, I'm sorry to tell you, he said, but so far no kids have gotten saved. And they said, well... We're very sorry, but we, we think then it's a waste of time. Come on home. They said, they said, we can't support you anymore. It's a waste of time. There's no kids getting saved. There's no fruit. But he felt very, very, very strongly led of God that he was supposed to be there. So he went back without the support. He went back completely trusting in God this time. And he worked at our orphanage till the day he died. And, and when he died, 
No child had gotten saved that he knew of. But when he died, one by one, these kids started getting saved. Now, they didn't all get saved, but a good number of them did. And today, they have a ministry to the Persian-speaking world on an international, on a global scale, reaching millions of Persian speakers with the gospel every single day. All because one man was willing to follow God no matter what. No matter what other people said, no matter whether the odds were against him, no matter what one man was willing to go before, just like Joseph. He was willing to go, he was willing to prepare the way. This one man, he couldn't spread the gospel to millions of Iranians. And God knew that. But God knew that he could train up the people that could. God sent a man before God's plan is perfect. Never doubt that. It's perfect. It always is. It always will be. Never doubt that. God sends people before a lot. I mean, this church was started by one of those. Bob Zemeski, if I'm not mistaken. God sent the man before. Do we ever, do we ever experience troubles in our lives? And we wonder, uh, why did God... What's God doing? Why me? Well, is that, a, is that one of the questions we should be asking or should we be asking, what's God looking to do through my life with this trouble? This is part of God's plan. He, this trouble didn't take him by surprise. There are no surprises with God. He knew this was going to hit you. And because of that, he wove this right into the plan he had for your life. Because it's a perfect plan. And one thing we should ask ourselves today are we willing to go with this plan? Are we willing to take the next step regardless what other people say, regardless of what's happening around us, regardless of, every, regardless of anything? Are we willing to follow God's plan regardless? Because it's the best thing for us. It is perfect. And God sends men before. Amen. Amen.